Hello, Sweat. I'm Jack Brady, and this is the Sweatcast, the weekly podcast that provides industry knowledge about the latest trends in the world of sport and fitness. Okay, welcome back to another edition of the Sweatcast. I'm your host, Jack Brady. With me, as always, is the co-founder of Go Sweat, Alex Hind, and our special guests today are the co-founders of Moy Fitness, Alex Main and Gemma Heard. Guys, welcome to the podcast. We're happy to have you on. Um, I guess just to start off, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your fitness journey and sort of what you're doing with Moy Fitness. Mm-hmm. Cool. Should I go first? Yeah. Hi, I'm Alex. Um, so I've been a PT now for about five years. Um, in my fitness journey, I was, uh, was a Loughborough student, fell in love with sport there. And then travelled a bit, went out to Ghana and randomly ended up coaching their Paralympic team for the London Paralympics. Um, And when I came back, I just had a real passion for coaching. So I did my PT course. Um, And then about two years later, I got invited to go out to Thailand um, because my friend was doing some Muay Thai. So I sort of went out for 16 days and... did We did about two hour sessions of Muay Thai every day and I fell in love with it. (laughs) Um, so I came back and thought, right, I'm going to try and maybe get my clients to have a go and see what they think about it. Um, and they absolutely loved it. So it, for me, it was the fastest results that I'd seen for women um, in transforming their bodies and also how they felt after they'd done one of the my time sessions. Um, so Gemma and I actually lived together, and I came back from Thailand with a pair of gloves for Gemma's 30th birthday, and said, you have to try Muay Thai. Uh, and then, yeah, so then that's how kind of Gemma fell into Muay Thai as well. How was the coaching the Paralympic team in 2012? It was basically like cool runnings. Yeah. I had no idea about Paralympic sport whatsoever, but I kind of knew how to make someone faster. Um, but the sad side of it was that we managed to qualify for the Paralympics. It was the first time Ghana had ever had a team qualified in their yeah. own rights with the qualifying standards. And we had 15 months to get them ready, so we didn't even have four, four years like the normal cycle. Um, but then when we got to the London Paralympics, the week before the Games, one of my athletes came to me and he said, Alex, um, I've got some problem, like my skin's itching, and I called my mum and I was like, Mum, I think they've got chicken box. And basically the whole team got chicken box oh a week gosh. before the games. So yeah. That's terrible. You can't even imagine like how You can't even make that up. You can't you can't even write it. Like yeah. But the thing was is we had been into schools in Bedford prior to the games and the holding camp and we were sort of talking to children about being disabled in Africa. So I think one of the children there must have had the chickenpox virus mm. and obviously they're not immune to it. Yeah. It was so did they, presumably they couldn't compete at all then? No, so um, Adam was a paracyclist. He managed to do his first time trial and then he tried to do the road race and he was so ill. Yeah. So he didn't do that. Two of them managed to do the uh, wheelchair sprinting. But like we just couldn't perform because everyone was so sick. Yeah. And also having chicken pox in your thirties is serious. Serious, it's, yeah. It's not, yeah. not like having as a kid. No, no, it wasn't. But I think the main thing was that we got there against all the odds, yeah. you know. And we should never ever have qualified. So yeah, <laughs> it's a huge achievement. <laughs> and Gemma, what were you up to whilst Alex was trying not to get chicken pox? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so I guess my journey, um, I've always done sport. I actually used to train and play table tennis when I was younger. Um, and I did manage to qualify for the England squad oh, wow. uh, when I was 15. It is a real sport, one <laughs> who argues it's not. Um, so, and then I trained uh, doing dance as well, dance and musical theatre after I left school. And I guess my journey towards my tie was, you know when you, you leave college or uni and you just start going to the gym and you've left your club sports and you get a little bit lost and like, I want to be part of something, I want to train and actually improve. I think that was where I was at and then when these pink gloves arrived, <laughs> so excited. And, and we just started going to different gyms in London, um, different uh, MMA uh, style training um, and yeah, basically I just got hooked. I loved the combination Again, for me, it's, it got me fit so quickly because it is a cardio workout, but it strengthens, it tones. And I love something where I can uh, start at a baseline, but then improve, improve technique, improve confidence. Um, I like to challenge myself, and, <laughs> and Muay Thai certainly does that. How did you get into tables? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, it's kind of random. My school was really, really small. I went to quite a small... Um, school out in Essex countryside and basically they, um, they we trained as part of our school curriculum it's like we just leave class and, and go and train and quite a few people at my school just happened to be quite good um, and then we would go around this country and go to tournaments and ended up being in the England squad it's so, pretty cool yeah. how, how many people have <laughs> challenged you to a game too many. Do you hustle anyone? I, I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's a great way to win a drink. <laughs> no, no, I won't <laughs> There is a table upstairs. Yeah. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so circling back a little bit, um, and I know before we started recording, you actually mentioned that when people mention my tie, a lot of times they just think of getting punched in the face or something like that. So why don't you just let everyone know what exactly it is, um, so they better understand um, better understand it as a form of fitness. Yeah, sure. So I think one of the key things for us was that um, it's exactly that we we love the physical side of it. We love the fitness side, um, but to be absolutely honest, we just don't want to start sparring. Like we always say, we like our faces, yeah. and I think sort of you know. Most girls out there, if we're honest, um, that's not why they want to get into it. And our total, we met some amazing girls in Thailand who train and fight, yeah. and you know, hats off to them, they're awesome. But I think when you bring it back to London, you're trying to fit in with life here, your work schedule, um, making it your form of fitness. You don't want to start doing that. You want somewhere you can come and feel comfortable walking into that gym, because it can be daunting if all you see are pads up against yeah. the wall, that yeah. smell of sweat hits you in the face <laughs> as you walk in. And it was daunting for us, and we'd, you know, we were together, we'd been out to Thailand, and sometimes it's like, oh my goodness, you have to remember, like, you can do this. Um, so I think it's creating an environment where women can come in at any level of fitness. Yeah. It genuinely is suitable for girls who haven't worked out in you know in a few years, their confidence may be low, to, to people who are like, I want to take something else and like, I want to go to the yeah. next stage of my fitness. 
And I think about Muay Thai, because I'd never heard of Muay Thai really until I went to Thailand. And I watched a few YouTube videos and was like, wow, this is cool, but it looks quite intense. Um, and it wasn't until I tried it that actually Muay Thai is different to boxing and kickboxing because it's called the art of eight limbs. So you're actually able to use your elbows, you use your knees, you kick, you do like spinning elbows, and you basically find it in a ninja. And I think yeah. every girl has it in a ninja that needs to come out. Um, so when you're walking down a dark alley, you know that you can handle your own. Um, and I think that was for me, like I just felt so connected to myself doing Muay Thai. And when, when you actually do a session, you don't realise how hard you work because you're so busy thinking about the combinations and you're kind of working at that lactate threshold. So you're working at your highest capability for your level of fitness and you're working for sort of three minutes. Um, and, and I think that's where the fitness aspect comes in. And you just feel so powerful at the end of it. And it's really, really fun. Um, and it's a brain workout as well. So, yeah. you know, you, you can't think about anything else. So it's a great kind of switch off. You can't think about the office. Yeah. You can't think about how stressed you are. And you just get rid of those endorphins and think, wow, I just conquered something there. So. That point about brain stimulation is quite interesting. I've done one Muay Thai class before. And yeah. How do you it's find it? <laughs> really tough. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And it is a mental battle to understand, you know, when you're going through a routine, exactly what to do and when. Yeah. And the number of times that I got it right was probably 10, 20%. Yeah. I found it really difficult to kind of get into the routine. Yeah. Um, what, so what's the difference between Thai kickboxing and Muay Thai then? Um, well, it is my Thai kickboxing and my Thai, they stem from the same yeah. um, thing. But what we're not actually teaching girls to fight, like that's not what we're about. So we're taking aspects of um, my Thai and Thai kickboxing and we're using them as part of a method that I've kind of seen work for my clients over the years that I've worked with them. So we use like um, resistance bands, uh, which are amazing. So. The method that we've done is that taking the body sculpting elements, elements and fitness aspect of Muay Thai um, and the combinations to then combine them with integrating people's core because a lot of people aren't aware of their posture and their core yeah. and also <laughs> sit up boys. <laughs> um, yeah, they're not aware and also like, we lose so much range through our daily lifestyle that we're sat at desk, we're sat down, but we're not actually moving in the way that we're supposed to. So we want to kind of draw upon that and reconnect people with their bodies but also make them feel great and feel connected at the same time. Sounds like a, a lot of avenues that can be sold in one simple phrase of Muay Thai. Yeah. <laughs> so what? When you get to keep your teeth, that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's Dental okay. work is very expensive. <laughs> so what, is, what would a typical workout look like then if someone were to show up and uh, take one of your guys' classes? What would it, exactly would they go through? Yeah, so we, we've kind of come up with three different classes. Um, they're all 45 minutes long, so we're aware that people are time conscious and we don't, you, you don't need to work out for hours to get great results. So you come in, we'll do like a mobility warm up with you. Um, there's three sessions. The first one is my technique, which is kind of using, uh, looking at the te technique aspect of my type. So lots of kicking, elbows, combinations. Um, and then the second one is my sculpt, so that's again talking about the bands 
Um, and lots of like lows and lows, so you might do like 100 kicks in one session, um, which really, really targets the abs and you basically just shreds you. Um, and kind of just sculpting the body. And then the final session is, which hopefully will be on Friday, uh, which is called My Burn. So it's like early weekend, it's HIIT training, um, and just like kind of team challenges, getting all the girls working together. So really, really high energy and high intensity. And then at the end, we're really, really into our stretching. So you'll sort of we'll like build you up into the session and then bring you back down, work on your mobility, and basically just get pumped for your day. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So is it morning sessions that you're planning to run with your course? Yeah, I think we um, want to work on people's demand. So there's different types of people I know from training. There's the people who get up at 6.30, smash out their session, then go to work. Me, unless I'm getting paid, getting out of bed is really difficult. <laughs> so, I'm much more of an evening, weekend kind of girl. Um, so I think as the demand comes through, hopefully we'll yeah. have loads of different sessions in different areas that people can get involved with. Yeah. Um, and then you can just pick and choose what suits your schedule, really. Yeah. Did you come up with the names? My, my, my fitness. My, did you come up with the different session names yourself? Oh, you yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. We actually did most of that on the plane on the way home from Thailand. We yeah, were feeling quite, inspired. Yeah, right? feeling very yeah. inspired. Yeah. Inspired yeah. sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying why is such a great play for after yeah. 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 Like Kiss My Peach or My yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so we've got some like, we've got some fun stuff yeah. there, which I think suits our yeah. brand. Playful. Yeah. I can imagine some of those on t-shirts quite easily. Yeah, there you go, see? And the initial idea came from the pub, as, as all good business ideas yeah. do. Of course. So, yeah. So, I know you mentioned a little bit earlier about sort of the transfer, transformative and empowering uh, power of Muay Thai. Could you talk a little bit about that, that and the effect that it's had on women, whether it be yourself or your clients or anyone, really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think one of the most amazing transformations I've seen is with my postnatal clients. Um, because I think pregnancy for women is an incredible journey, but it's also emotionally quite challenging. Um, and also, like once you've given birth, there's this kind of real disconnection with your body that you've basically had this baby inside of you, and then it's in the world, you've got to look after it. And then you've got your body back, but it's not quite the body that you had before. So one thing that I really worked with is um, reconnecting women through strengthening and re-engaging their pelvic floor and their core. And then once they've got them strong, started to get them to do kickboxing. And a lot of women get quite depressed after pregnancy. They've been at home for quite a few weeks. Um, they don't have the same lifestyle that they had before if it's the winter. You know, it's just not as enjoyable as everyone makes it out to be. Um, and I found that actually Muay Thai was this amazing way of escapism for women and that they could reconnect with themselves and also that they then started to love the body that they had. And honestly, I, there's not one woman that I failed yet to get her back to her pre-baby body and if not better. So I trained people before I had Muay Thai and I trained them afterwards. Mm -hmm. And these women now have like the most amazing set of abs that I've done so, <laughs> and they've had two children. So I think, yeah, it's it's it doesn't take long. And in, within my clients, I've seen transformations within two week, two months. Sorry, of doing like two sessions a week. So it's it's just high repetitions. You don't bulk up. 
you just become really long, really lean, and you just get yeah. Yeah, really kick-ass pulley. Do you think the buying from your clients is down to the results or the sense of empowerment and enjoyment that they feel from it? I think it's both actually. And I love it because after I've done a Muay Thai session, generally in the afternoon I'll get a message from my clients being like, I'm having the best day, that was such an awesome session. And they just love starting their day having done a Muay Thai session. Yeah. So I think it wakes up your brain, like you're like, right, done my workout, yeah. bring on the office, like whatever problem I'm going to solve it. So yeah, I think the results speak for themselves and I couldn't believe the feedback I was getting from my clients and that's when I said to them, I was like, we need to get more girls doing this because this is cool. Yeah, well, I think as well that around the whole empowerment aspect, it physically and like fitness wise definitely but actually like when you're training a group of girls in the park part of what my fitness is going to be is about being positive and empowering each other whilst mm. in the room we're going to teach girls to pad hold so you're not just like kicking a standard in bed you're going to be pad holding for each other so it's actually being aware of of being aware of the of what the other person is going through um, and that community that we're aiming to create I think I mean, it's not new, unique. There, there's a lot of other stuff out there, um, but I think it's going to be a really different place for women to work out. Um, you know, you have you have the normal things, you have spinning mm. and circuits, and they're all great. But this is new. Like, if we're honest, we searched for somewhere in London where we could go and access this, and we couldn't find it, which is one of the main yeah. motivators for setting this up. Yeah. So, what would you say to someone who? hears about it and is a little bit afraid to give it a try. Yeah. I mean, cliche, I would say uh, just come along. Yeah. Like, our website gives quite a lot away of, of what it's about. Um, we, we genuinely, um, we want this business to be more than just a profit-making machine. We want this brand to, I say it again, to empower them, but also to have that real kind of like one-on-one -on -one approach. Uh, with that whole aspect of group personal training. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't mind, especially as we're small, people can call us, can email us, can say, you know, these are my worries, like, I'm not quite sure this is for me. Um, and that's why we're putting on these taster sessions as well in the park. So it's, it's really not about coming mm -hmm. and then us just kind of like cracking the whip. It's about, okay, let's explore something new together. And everyone's fitness journey starts somewhere. You know, it, it, you don't have to be the elite, you don't have to be super fit. It's just sometimes it's just putting on your gloves yeah. and feeling positive. It's that overcoming your mind, the little person on your shoulder saying, yeah. don't go to training, don't get up there, don't put your trainers on. And actually, you've won the battle because you've chosen to win over your own mind. And I think that's the freedom of fitness. It's not actually the fitness itself. It's the you've chosen to do something because you love your body and you love yourself or you're, that's where you want to be. So, yeah, I think for us that's anyone's welcome. And we've done class class. Like, I love going to have a little snoop around the gyms mm -hmm. and, like, seeing, you know, how do you get welcome when you come through the door? Like, does someone tell you where to put your stuff? Are you just a number? Like, does that teacher actually care that you're in the session? And the best sessions we've been to, someone's welcomed us, you know, we've made a new friend when we've mm -hmm. gone to a class. So it's so important about how you feel and how you're received as a person who's paying to go to these classes. And 
you know, some of them you go to, you have to wear your Lululemon, you have to wear your sweaty fancy, yeah. <laughs> you have to like take a million selfies before you even like walk through the door. We don't want any of that. Like we just want, if you've got an old t-shirt that you've got out of bed, like roll up in that t-shirt. Like don't, it's not about how you look, it's just come and have some fun and yeah, and just try it for yourself. Yeah. And, and a lot of girls like don't have time for team sports anymore. Like I felt so lost after I like left uni and played netball and I wanted that sense of community but actually I didn't know what to do. I tried doing triathlons, that was really expensive. And then I just bought a pair of boxing gloves and started doing my time. And I was like, this is great because I got the same kind of kick out of it and meeting other people, but I didn't have to spend an absolute fortune. So yeah. That's great. That's great. So after this quick message from our sponsors, we'll be right back with the rapid fire question portion. Hey everyone, Steph here, co-founder of Gay Sweat and sponsor of The Sweatcast. Gay Sweat wants to make discovering sports simple, so we've created a sports marketplace that allows users to easily discover and book sports and fitness near them. No more scrolling through Google, trying to find your local facilities. Gay Sweat lets you search for exactly what you want, where and when you want it. From silent disco boot camps to candlelit yoga and even Quidditch, we've got it all. For 20% off all Ghost Sweat activities, enter the discount code SWEATCAST at checkout. Happy sweating! Okay, welcome back everybody. So we're going to jump right into it. What's bad advice that you hear most often in your industry? I think there's information overload. There's so many different fads out there. Um, that it's confusing for everyone. And also Instagram. They're, like Everyone is a fitness expert on Instagram. Um, and you see people trying out some crazy stuff and actually end up really hurting themselves. So I think just be careful of what you and who you follow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Instagram can be a little bit of a wormhole where you just... And a waste of time. Like how much time do we waste on Instagram? Like let's get outside and actually stop. I don't waste really any time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you need that app where you like it works out how many times you touched your phone in the day and like how much time you wasted of your life on your phone. There's some usage ones too where they mark the amount of usage per app. So you can see I was on Instagram for two hours really? today. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, I, I don't know if I would download it. It would just be a scary. So Obviously, Mai Tai is a very different and unique style of workout, so when you finish one of those workouts, what's your go-to meal or shake or whatever it is? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> we have that question. If we're in Thailand, we can answer that. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give you our, our go-to. We, we love, we love a, a protein shake. Um, that's crazy probably, monkey. The crazy monkey. Yeah. You named it? The crazy monkey? No, well, they named it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like banana, peanut butter, what else is in it? Cacao nibs, coconut water, protein powder. Yeah. So good. Especially yeah. like if you've been training in 35 degree heat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the go to. And also, I don't know if anyone's ever tried it, but we went to this lady and she basically grinds up the coconut water, the coconut flesh, and a load of ice. 
I don't know how anyone's ever missed the trick of this, but it is the best thing I've ever tasted. Yeah. yeah. So, anyone can hate. Not for you then. I love cocoa. Oh, it's even die for this. Yeah. Uh, uh, v Vita cocoa water. Really yeah. fresh out of the coconut. Oh, I'm not a coconut water. I agree with you. It's oh, kind of, yeah. it's kind of gross. Very um, hydrating. Most exaggerated. What beer is? If we made you a beer shake, would you be happy? So to get mentally prepared for your day, what's the first thing that you guys do when you wake up? I get a cup of tea. Cup of tea. First thing. First thing. With one tea instead of a cup of Within, tea. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> I wish I did. I literally will wake up and like. Is there a type of tea that you prefer, or? Yorkshire tea. Yorkshire tea. It's the best. We've tried all the teas. Yeah. In all the world. And That's the one. <laughs> yeah. I don't make a cup of tea good enough for dinner. Yeah. It gets rejected. I get nervous making dinner a cup of tea. I don't drink tea. When I make tea, people are like, what is this? Mine's a coffee just because I get up so early and I have to like find my inner happy place before I get to my clients. And I think coffee is like... Have you tried meditation? I have. Do you know what? I've actually started meditating. I've downloaded Headspace. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah. It's basically a promotion for Headspace. Yeah. Everyone uses it. It's so good. It's, it's great. so good. Yeah. But I have to like get out of bed because I think the danger is before I see them. You've done that, haven't you? No, I haven't yeah. tried it yet. But really everyone not. we say, everyone that we've had on the podcast recently says that they've tried it. Um, but yeah, I'd just be scared that I'd get up, either sit next to the bed or just fall back into bed. <laughs> I'll be asleep. I actually this morning wake up. If I, I wish I had more time in the morning because I think what I would love to do is wake up and stretch. And this yeah. morning I wake up, stretched, had my cup of coffee, and I felt amazing. Yeah, it's amazing how much little thing like that can just change the trajectory of your day. And that was literally ten minutes of stretching. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so what is a favorite book of yours or a book that you guys gift often to people? It could be about fitness. It could not be about fitness at all. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a huge reader, but I, if I, if I read a book, it's definitely a motivational or like biography. Mm. Um, Who's your favourite autobiography or biography that you've read? So I have really weird ones. I like reading about actors and sportsmen, but also like old school as well. Um, so I read Walt Disney's. Oh, cool! Um, I've got that. How is it? Is it good? It's very good. Yeah, yeah. It's quite deep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he, he, he's very, he is a very interesting man. Yeah, really interesting. Some good and bad beliefs that he had behind him. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. You keep going. It's good. <laughs> Get to the end. <laughs> cool. And then last and final rapid fire question: uh, In your free time, what do you guys pursue? Do you have any side passions that you like to work on? Or anything like that. Yeah, so we're both really actually interested in sort of international development and bits and pieces. We both run projects on the side. Yeah. Um, so I'm currently, as well as this, uh, setting up a microfinance project in Myanmar. Oh, cool. um, looking to, to develop communities out there, um, which is very different to this, but I have, uh, I've loved Southeast Asia and been yeah. out there a few times, so yeah. Do they have a native? or local version of Muay Thai, I Do you know what? I I had a look, and they do have something similar. I can't remember what it's called. Um, 
it's it's not quite as sort of I don't want to say brutal. It doesn't look quite as brutal, and it's more like the boxing sure. rather than the kickboxing. Because um, they all have similar heritage as a lot of these sports, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taken on by a certain country and then exactly. changed into functional or Olympic style school based. Yeah, yeah. And Myanmar is quite nice to Thailand as well, so it has. That's great. So um, I guess last thing would be where to find you guys if anyone wants to get in contact with you. Yeah, so we've got an Instagram account which is at Moy Fitness London and Moy Fitness is M-U-A-Y. Okay. Um, we've got our website which is moyfitness.co.uk and um, we're also on Facebook but if you want to get involved, come try out one of our free sessions, go onto our website, click book the free class, and you have to select the calendar date um, in order to see the classes. So quite often we've gone on and said there's no classes, there are, you just have to go <laughs> and find them. Um, and then yeah, and then just book on, register your name, and book your spot, and then come and meet us, and yeah. come and try it for yourself. Yeah, definitely. We'd be excited to have you. Yeah. If you've got any questions, um, you can email us at hello at myfitness.co.uk. Awesome. So, guys, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Thanks That's it for the Sweatcast today. I'm Jack Brady. Hit that like or love button and remember to share this podcast. The Sweatcast is every Wednesday at 9 a.m. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and CastBox. Remember to keep sweating and see you next week.